Hello, uh, welcome to Diminishing Returns. This week we are taking something of a, a break from the mould. Uh, we, we've done this a couple of times before where we've covered a video game franchise rather than a film, but in the past I think we've always done it with a franchise where there sort of is a movie to look at. And so it's something of a first because this week we are covering Sonic the Hedgehog. There is technically a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, straight-to-video anime thing that I guess we'll talk about briefly, but essentially we're just talking about the games, because there's a film coming out, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I'm Sol. With me, as usual, is Alan. Hello. And uh, joining us for for the first time in a while is uh, Mr. Connor Murray. Yes, lads. <laughs> How's it going? Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Connor's been drifting on a, a boat out at sea, but he's back. Yes, he's lost for many years. I am managing to keep up with pop culture as much as I can. While I'm away in all these different countries, and um, you know, uh, one thing that is truly universal here is how fucked the Sonic film is going to be, and how <laughs> everyone is looking forward to it. Oh man, I mean, I I'm I was so excited for this film, but I have to be honest, I think Cats has taken some of the wind out of its sails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just it can't compete with that level of just clusterfuckery but anyway <laughs> um sonic the hedgehog uh, a seminal 1991 video game mascot who starred in wonderful myriad of wonderful uh video games followed by increasingly less good video games through to utterly atrocious video games and and now he's sort of in a weird i don't even know what you'd call it i mean he's he's not what he once was he's no mario anymore Used to be Mario's <laughs> biggest rival. Those were the days. But his film might be better than Mario's, so, you know, no Bob Hoskins in it. <laughs> Jim Carrey, though. Are, th- like, I mean, apart from Chris Chan, are there any diehard Sonic fans out there? <laughs> yeah. Mate, but I why fucking though? love Sonic the Hedgehog. Why? Because Sonic the Hedgehog is a fucking fantastic game. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is a great game. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles might... Well, it's one of the greatest games ever made. It's amazing. Okay, because it all kind of passed me because I, I'm a PlayStation man. I'm PlayStation born and bred. The whole... Well, this all this all predates the PlayStation. Yeah, but that's, um, but that's it. I mean, then that predates entire generations of people who have no interest in seeing this, this film. Like, who is this film aimed at? Yeah, kids... You know, kids this film is not aimed at adults. It's aimed at kids. Kids have not played Sonic, no? Yeah, they have. Really? Kids love Sonic. They just love the shitty modern ones. They they love the new ones. He's got cartoons and shit. He's yeah, kids like Sonic. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Kids love TikTok. You know? Like I don't think they love Sonic. I reckon if you search Sonic on TikTok, you'll get some like Sonic <laughs> fan shit. Yeah, but that's done by like all the people who are kind of bronies, no? Well, maybe, but I mean, is that the target audience? I mean, they made a a, a 
My Little Pony movie like last year or the year before, didn't they? So yeah, but I'm pretty sure My Little Pony thing. people are probably like said, "Okay, guys, please don't make porn of this. This is for kids." <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've had that communication with those people multiple times, actually. But what I'm just trying to think about is who's the target audience here for this film? Because looking at the trailer, it's very hard to tell. Well, I think they're going for fans of Sonic, old and new, aren't they? And they're they're probably trying to generate a new audience who who are vaguely familiar with him. It's got very broad brand recognition. I think a lot of people are kind of like, oh yeah, I know Sonic, I played that 20 years ago. Do you think the travesty that was the trailer has actually added to the appeal? Oh, for me, absolutely, yeah. I know you're disappointed now they've fixed it, aren't you? I, re- I genuinely am. I, I have no interest in a straight-down-the-line Sonic the Hedgehog movie. No one does. No no sane fan of Sonic the Hedgehog has any interest in seeing the fucking nonsense in those video games translated into a movie. You don't play those games for the storyline, unless you're a maniac. But, <laughs> it, like, if anything, you play it in spite of Sonic's personality. Um... <laughs> Well, can and... can I can I like this as an episode is a bit more abstract because we're dealing with a sort of character rather than a specific film or anything. So yeah, last you know, time we you, did something you, like this you, was cats, very similar. Well, yeah, well you you wanted to do this episode. I said no, that's stupid. I don't like Sonic. I don't know anything about Sonic. <laughs> so I'm very much coming at this as a voice of ignorance here. So tell me about Sonic. When did Sonic start? Why is it a thing? Why was it so popular? Um, Sonic, the first game, came out in 1991. It's a hedgehog, right? Uh, He is a blue hedgehog. Sega ran a a sort of internal contest within the company. They basically said, we need a mascot. Uh And I think a number of mascots uh, were put forward, and the one they ultimately went with was, was Sonic the Hedgehog, little blue hedgehog. I mean, fast, he's described as a hedgehog. He doesn't look like a hedgehog or have any of the characteristics of a hedgehog. So yes, he does. He's got oh, spikes go and he curls into a ball. He hasn't really got spikes though, has he? It's more like just a spines, yeah, triangle things on his back. He's got spines. Yeah, but Crash Bandicoot doesn't look like a bandicoot either. Ta- yeah, and uh, Arthur the Aardvark looks like a fucking hamster. So... <laughs> Taz the Tasmanian Devil looks nothing like a Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> yeah. Does Super Mario look like a plumber, Alan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking racist. But <laughs> my um my okay, my my kind of knowledge of Sonic is yeah, he goes very fast. This is okay, this is you were talking about broad strokes character recognition, yeah. Blue yeah. Hedgehog goes really fast, jumps yeah. up and collects rings. Yeah, 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 good, good. Um, tails, fox with two tails, yeah. and can fly, yeah. like a helicopter thing. Good, very good, very good. Is Knuckles a thing, or is that the same? Yes! Thing? Yes, he is. Knuckles is the best thing. That's my favourite. Is there a black Sonic? Or is that Sonic <laughs> I'm thinking of? <laughs> uh, there is Shadow the Hedgehog. He's more of a modern <laughs> Sonic character, really. He's not from the classic era. He's from the uh, Dreamcast era. But yeah, okay, he well, is very firmly entrenched as a, a a firm Sonic character now. Well, let me tell you this. I mean, my my game playing history is is pretty uh, sparse. But one game I played a lot was Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Okay. 
Good game. Um, and I know that that's connected to Sonic because it was in the trailer for this film that I saw. <laughs> yeah. So Dr. Robotnik's a Sonic villain. Okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog was a game made and there was a franchise, obviously a whole series of sequels. They made a number of cartoon shows off the back of. Then they kind of, in a in a, an example of pop eating itself, uh, the cartoon then got a spin-off video game. So Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine is a video game based on the cartoon Sonic the Hedgehog based on the video game Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. If that sort of makes sense. So there, there's characters that, that pop up in it and specifically the design of Robotnik in it is all taken from the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon from the 90s. Mm. Um, but it has sort of been folded back into official Sonic lore. There was a wonderful game released a couple of years ago called Sonic Mania, which was essentially Sonic the Hedgehog 4. It, it was the same graphic style and gameplay as the old classic games. And uh, the boss in one level was... Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. You had to defeat Robotnik in a match of Mean Bean Machine to beat him. It, it's, um, yeah. Mean Bean Machine's good. It's not very reflective of Sonic, really, in terms of gameplay. I don't recall Sonic being a part of the game. I don't think he's involved. Yeah, I think maybe he pops up in a menu somewhere. Although I don't even know if he does, you know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that is part of the Sonic franchise. It's a wide-reaching franchise. He's done all Obviously. sorts. Perhaps it'd be worth doing a uh, a little game, Alan, to see if you can differentiate between what Sonic and what Schmonic. <laughs> okay. If I if I read out some characters here, yeah. tell me if they're real or Schmonic. <laughs> so you know you right. You got so, right number one, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, that's the real thing. Real, yeah, yeah, good. All right, number two, Miles quotes Tails Prower. Yeah, Tails was called Miles, Tails. I remember that. Yeah, 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 very good, very good. Knuckles the Echidna. Yeah, I, well, I, that was one of the few things I remembered. Okay, good, good. I don't remember him being an echidna. Not sure what an echidna looks like, to be honest with you. But... Bit like a hedgehog. <laughs> Obviously. Big the Cat. Big? Big the Cat. Big the Cat. No, fake. <laughs> You're supposed to say shamanic. Big the cat. Shmonic. Big the cat. It, it, big the cat is real. <laughs> I think he's widely widely regarded as the Jar Jar Binks of the Sonic universe. <laughs> is it a talking cat like that one in Pokemon? Yeah, he's a big he's a big fat blue cat. That when Sonic Adventure came out on the Dreamcast, the Dreamcast um, launched with this fishing rod peripheral controller, which was one of its big. Oh look at our amazing fishing rod controller for the fishing games, <laughs> and so Sega market. were like, basically Sonic guys, you've got to do something with this fishing rod controller. So they made this game Sonic Adventure where you could play as like five or six different Sonic characters who all had interconnecting storylines, and they added a character called Big the Cat who he's mates with a little frog. The frog gets uh, blown away or something. And he has to like just walk around the levels, find a big bit of water, and go fishing for the frog. And he sort of goes froggy, and then you have to play an interminable fishing game. <laughs> uh, it was very poorly judged, and the game stops dead whenever you have to do one of his levels. Anyway, that's Big the Cat. Was it? He's real. Was it the Was it the Dreamcast that killed Sega? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Definitely. Interesting. <laughs> I remember, actually, I remember all this stuff coming out when I was a kid. Yeah. I wasn't really involved, but my friends had them. Yeah. As a hardware company, certainly. Yeah. They're still going strong as software company. If anything, the Dreamcast's problem was it was ahead of its time. It was a bit too ambitious and too advanced. and It was harder to make games the... for it, that's the thing. But that's it, that meant that the machines were expensive and broke all the time. Um, well, in what, in what sense and... was it ahead of its time? Like, I, like, I, I imagine I know nothing. <laughs> uh, graphic, just, just in terms of hardware, so graphics... Just general computing power, so that affects all sorts of things. For example, a game console might be able to render ten bad guys attacking you at once, but then a weaker console might struggle if too many characters appear on screen and mm. have to be pared down. So, And, you know, it, it had all sorts of ideas that perhaps weren't as fleshed out as they needed to be. I remember there was a whole thing where you could download stuff into the controller, and the controller was like a portable thing. So yeah. with Sonic Adventure, there were these little virtual pet things you collected called Chow. And you could put one of those in your controller and carry it around like a Tamagotchi. And then, So yeah, it was an ambitious games console and perhaps a bit misjudged. The The PlayStation was very much the, the VHS to a Betamax or a DVD to a Laserdisc in that it was, you know, a much, a much cheaper, more basic bit of kit that ultimately won out because that's what people wanted part, sorry part of the bigger story as well is that sony and uh, nintendo were actually supposed to be in a partnership uh, for a console and then that fell out and then sony said fuck this we're gonna make it a playstation took a bunch of intellectual property with them made it easier to make games so then nintendo and sony came in sync like you know and not in terms of their generations so that took so much mm. like market base away because they so much property moved over to Sony in that case. Yeah, and because but, you know, then they moved in tandem, and Sega was kind of out of sync with that. It didn't move in line with yeah. the generations of hardware. In in terms of power behind the console, the Dreamcast, it came out. You know, when the PlayStation and the N sixty four were knocking about, but it was it was more comparable in terms of power to the GameCube and the PS two. And when the thing went out of business and Sega finally gave up, they ported a load of the games over to the PS2 and the GameCube. And, you know, they, it wasn't like people were going, this game's graphics is shit. Like, it, they just seemed like PS2 and GameCube graphics. So, anyway. All right, Alan, you ready? Okay, yeah. Sonic or Schmonic? <laughs> Blaze the Cat. Blaze the Cat. Okay, we've already had Big the Cat, so I don't think this is a real thing. Blaze the cat is real. <laughs> so, what does this cat do then? This is a fast cat, right? This is a fast cat, yeah. This cat as is like an interdimensional lightning. cat woman. She collects things called the soul element, uh, the soul emeralds, which were like a rip-off of the chaos emeralds that Sonic collected. They were just like, oh, we'll do some different ones. Okay. Uh, Alan, it would, uh, uh, Alan, it would really help of... my inner control freak if you would actually say Sonic or Schmonic, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just speaking of um, other dimensions there. Um, yeah. Uh, most of my Sonic knowledge comes from Chris Chan. So <laughs> <laughs> how many of these characters um, exist in, uh, across the void uh, in the other universe there and are going to come and join us at some point in the next 28 years? I think all of all of them, probably. Hmm. I would imagine if it's a canon Sonic character, then it's a canon Chris Chandler character as well, by default. <laughs> 
So next time, right, next call one. it Sonic or Chris-chan and see if Alan has <laughs> yeah, Sonic or Chris-chan. Okay. Espio the Chameleon. Espio. Espio, is that a made-up name? That seems stupid. Espio, espionage, camouflage, chameleon. Oh, okay. Well, I've gone, I've gone with Shmonic now. Espio is a real Sonic the Hedgehog character. Mighty the Armadillo. (laughs) Mighty. That is not a name, no. I'm going Shmonic. (laughs) Mighty the Armadillo is a real Sonic the Hedgehog character. (laughs) One of these has to be made up. Charmy B. (laughs) Is that a B? (laughs) That is a B. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's real Sonic. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Cream the Rabbit. Dream? Cream. Cream the rabbit. <laughs> I will not cream the rabbit. That's schmonic. That is a real character. And Cream the Rabbit has a chow pet called Cheese. Cream the rabbit and cheese. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wild solitude. <laughs> is that the green one? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that's legit canon, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> punchy, punchy solitude. <laughs> yeah. These are all legit. I don't think there's any copyright issue whatsoever. <laughs> oh god. God. I mean, it, listeners must be baffled. If if you are baffled, um just google Chris Chandler, Christian Western Chandler. Just watch a few videos. Any any at random should really get you started so if people might not be aware i I imagine that our kind of audience demographic probably are quite aware of christian but yeah from from my point of view apart from this sonic film the only thing i know about sonic in the last 20 years since (laughs) like sega was a thing is sonichu and that connection with christian like that's my knowledge of sonic well yeah but you you don't play video games do you but are they are they still churning out Sonic games? Is it? Yeah, look, Sonic Sonic churned out games. They got really bad, and then at some point, the company kind of went, "Look, we're we're tarnishing the brand." They took a load of shit Sonic games off the shelves, and they kind of made an effort. And they've sort of been pulling it back the last few years. There've been some legitimately good Sonic games recently. Sonic Mania, in in particular, was was fantastic. Yeah, there, there's there's good Sonic games out there, and and that still sells very well. What's the driving force that's creating this film then? Well, you know, I think they're they're just like, look, we've we've got this character with all this recognizable appeal. There's a whole load of other video games making movies. We should do that. But those video, the video games making movies are not doing very well. Yeah, Detective they're, they're Pikachu like, well, did well. It did very well, no? Yeah, there you go, Detective Pikachu. I think Detective Pikachu getting greenlit was probably a big part of of getting this film greenlit. Yeah, you know, I think they're probably aiming to to get people like you, Alan, to kind of go, "Oh yeah, I remember Sonic. Well, maybe I'll look in. Maybe I'll download that Sonic app on my phone and see what that's about." And then you watch the trailer and go, "Fuck no, I'm not paying for this." <laughs> they should have got Ryan Reynolds to do the voice. I think it was the the, the big mistake well, they, they made. Probably did, didn't they? <laughs> Look, I, 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 just in case I haven't made it clear, I, I think Sonic the Hedgehog, the original video game, and Sonic the Hedgehog three and Knuckles are absolute masterpieces of 
of the medium. They are two of the finest video games ever made. You know, I don't really have any desire to see that brought to the screen. And I wasn't particularly excited for the Sonic the Hedgehog film. But then they debuted that trailer, and oh my god, it was it was incredible. It's it's this terrifying semi-realistic Sonic with muscular legs <laughs> inexplicably acting up over Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> it was just the most bizarre misjudged thing, with Jim Carrey making a career comeback, apparently. <laughs> a, ve- a very very misjudged attempt at a career comeback. <laughs> Everything about it just looked amazing in a kind of so bad it's good way. And I love films like this. I, I I loved Venom. I had a blast with it because it was so fucking stupid and poorly conceived. Um, I went to see Cats the other day, and I mean, I'm not going to say I liked it exactly, but it, I mean, <laughs> I feel like you have to see it. You can check out our Diminisode on that if you're interested. Yeah. Available now, probably. But I must say, I do think Sonic the Hedgehog, the new film, missed the trick by not going for freakishly (laughs) photorealistic human faces mapped onto a hedgehog body. Well, what's the character of Sonic supposed to be? Like, does this trailer match your experience in the games or no? Well, yeah, pretty much. That is what Sonic's like. He's he's all like, whoa, dude, I'm from the 90s. Whoa, radical. <laughs> You're too slow. Yeah, probably wear sunglasses. Cats. Like, Sonic's personality is basically, he he's annoying, uh, he, he quips, and he eats chili dogs. He likes chili dogs, <laughs> and he's really fast. And that that's pretty much as far as it goes. But obviously in the games... You know, in the old games, you, you, you didn't get any of his personality whatsoever, apart from if you left him idle for long enough, he'd start tapping his foot and sort of being like, come on, are we going to play? Um, then as the games progressed and they start bringing in voice acting, they added a bit of that, but it was easy enough to ignore. But I think Sonic's very annoying, and I don't think I don't think Sonic fans even like him, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like playing as him on Super Smash Brothers, but... Part of the appeal uh, is that you can really annoy other people by just making him go, You're too slow! You're too slow! Come on, step it up! Sonic speed! Would I be right in assuming that there was a Saturday morning kids TV show of Sonic? Oh, there were many, many... Yeah, there were... So is that where his personality has been developed? Certainly the chili dogs thing, I think, comes from the cartoons and has fed back into the games. Yeah, I, I think it pretty much is... I mean, his, his personality has been pretty consistent, honestly, since day one through to now. I don't think he's really changed at all. So he's still a 90s kid. Yeah, basically. I think he's meant to be 15. But without genitals. So, I mean, he's permanently fucked, you know, like, for eternity. <laughs> I mean, does it go into that? Does well, it go into the planet? Does he reproduce that, or something? Is that I, I canon think, that he has no genitals? Yeah. No, nah, I think I could, sh- I could definitely show you some pictures from Chris Chandler that would suggest otherwise. <laughs> like, I think it comes out when it's needed. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be underage pornography, would it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then my, the one I watched when I was a kid was Sonic Underground, which... Um, was a weird kind of reinterpretation of the whole thing, I guess. It was. It felt a lot darker than the games in that it really dwelt on the fact that he was Robotnik's turning people into these robots 
Um, but they added like siblings for Sonic and decided that Sonic was in a rock band and all this extraneous bullshit. <laughs> uh, Sonic Boom was the most recent one, which was the the it was developed alongside the games and a cartoon series at the same time. That was the one that made Sonic's arms blue that set Chris what? Chandler over the edge. Sonic's arms aren't blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and that that involved a whole load of redesigning the characters so that Knuckles became totally hench as well. Uh, Tom, <laughs> like Godzilla. So why why have they not done something before? Well, an animated thing. Well, I think there's a limited appeal to the concept. You know, you can get a Saturday morning kids cartoon out of total fucking nonsense, but I think yeah. it's a lot harder to get a movie out of it that parents are going to take their kids to see unless you've got like a massive mega hit on your hands like pokemon at the height of pokemania or but that's what sonic was wasn't it i don't think no sonic was never that big. no sonic never achieved that kind of level uh pokemon is a phenomenon it's like an economy into itself pokemon is still the highest prop the most profitable video game series of all time significantly so you know sonic might be in the top 10 maybe but even that, I wouldn't bank on it. Yeah, it's one of the top recognizable characters, but it's not a literal GDP yeah. unto itself. Yeah. Have you ever played a Sonic game, Alan? I mean, I will have at some point, the, the old school ones, but I don't recall anything specific. I remember it being very hard, but I don't think I was playing it on a console. I think I played it on an emulator. I don't think it's much harder than other games of that era. I think games just used to be harder than they are nowadays. There was a different mentality to game design in the 90s. It was sort of born out of arcade machines and trying to make you spend lots of coins to keep going and trying to give you enough bang for your buck that uh, a game that takes half an hour to play through, if you know what you're doing, ends up lasting a few hours. Whereas nowadays, you know, games are really easy, comparatively. By design, you know, it's you just... It's quite easy to play a video game without getting a game over at all in this day and age. Because people just realised it's not fun <laughs> to, to die. It's all loot boxes now. It's all gambling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said 2019 was the year of fan service to me the other day, so... Um, I did, yes. Well, Sonic is coming out in 2020 now, but it was supposed to be 2019. Uh do you think it's another example of fan service of studios actually listening to to the public and actually realizing it's a massive mistake? Not to the same extent. No, I I, I think the Sonic Sonic fandom is so bizarre and toxic and just weird. <laughs> like, there's people like me who just like the games, but there's like whole subcultures of weird sexualized. <laughs> Draw your own characters. I mean, let, should we do an experiment now? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna search Sonic for. Right now. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> I'm gonna search for Alan the Hedgehog, <laughs> and I'm gonna see what comes up because I think there will be one spelt your way. <laughs> yeah, we've got um, Alan the Hedgehog. There are multiple Alan the Hedgehogs. I'm gonna give you a choice, Alan. You can you can choice uh, choose which one you want out of these two. Okay. Uh, God. I'm gonna send this to you on the uh, on the chat, Alan. Okay. So you can describe describe them to me. And uh, uh, Connor, don't go looking for you, because I'll send you one in a minute. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm going through the Word in 34 page now, man. Fuck me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> right, just... Alan, what, what do you think of this? That's Alan the Hedgehog. 
Oh, quite said, sexy. Feminine. It's kind of like Sonic in sort of... It's kind of got... Olden a, day clothing. What I might, Like a sort of 17-year-old emo Japanese guy. Yeah, yeah. Quite feminine. Uh, and, and the other... There's another Alan the Hedgehog someone's made, which is uh, this one. That has a bit more of a 90s kid feel to it. It's so, I'd say that's an early noughties kid, really. Yeah. That's like, a, one, that's like a... That's like a uh, an H and M hoodie and a baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the first right. one. Though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking up Connor the Hedgehog, and I'm spelling it with one N to see. It. Yep, Connor the Hedgehog with one N has come right up. Good job. There's multiple Connor the Hedgehogs with one N. But... Yeah, but this is what this Connor created this himself. Uh, right, Connor. I'm, I'm sending. I'm. Oh my god! What have you said? What have you done? I'm. I did the. Hold on. I'm still taking photos of this stuff here. Jesus. Christ. What, what do you think? <laughs> what What do you think of the Connor the Hedgehog I've just sent you? Uh, hold on. No, I'm still sending you something like it's this freak thing. Jesus. Connor the Hedgehog is shite. <laughs> Does look a bit boring. This sucks. Oh, I like that one of Rouge the Bat. I'm not impressed with Connor the Hedgehog at all. What about this Connor the Hedgehog? This is like a this is like a Trump kid, like yeah, one of Trump's kids if he was a hedgehog with a robot hand. Yeah, that's like <laughs> yeah, that's one of those um, incel <laughs> things. That's what this is. This Connor the Hedgehog. Yeah, okay. This, I've yeah, got another Connor descri- the Hedgehog this, for you here. This hedgehog probably describes himself as a classy gentleman. Yeah. Okay, I've got I've got another Connor the Hedgehog for you here. Do you want to describe this kind of a hedgehog? That's more like me. I that's more like me, definitely. I go to the gym. What what So this is <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Do, do you want to describe him? Okay. So imagine an A4 piece of paper. <laughs> horizontal. This character yeah. has been drawn no taller than the bottom half. <laughs> 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 and uh is about maybe I don't know a one one sixth of the page wide, so it's an odd use of space, you know, in terms of your canvas. So it's small. In real life, it'd be about two or three feet tall. He um he appears to be eating a what a is lime? that a lemon the an lime acorn is green, uh, oddly muscular, like a very muscular child. <laughs> he, he, he's. So most of these characters so far have had like Sonic the Hedgehog, Shadow the Hedgehog, Hedgehog body shapes. This is more like a muscular human being <laughs> with like a wonky hedgehog head on. He's him. wearing Y fronts. <laughs> yes, he, he has a, a tuft of chest hair. As it's well. not chest hair; it's neck hair. It's collarbone hair. It's it's not <laughs> chest hair. <laughs> and with a terrifying human face uh, edited in underneath the eyes and nose and cut and paste it into the hair, which is it's the scariest one you've sent so far to be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna send you guys more rule thirty four to punish you for that. <laughs> there we go, here's, here's another page for you. People really go into detail in this stuff. Jeez. <laughs> look at that. Just look at that. Look in the middle top. <laughs> is that poo or anal beads? Like what is that? <laughs> None of these are Sonic. What are these characters? This is like Sonic's further down. If you start scrolling, then Sonic starts to appear. 
I'm probably on some sort of security agency watch list. <laughs> yeah, you're I think not we all are exchanging these, these, these Sonic porn that you're sending over combined with the Sonic fan characters. Well, they kind of go hand in hand with all the Rule 34 because in most of the Rule 34 here, he's covered in semen. <laughs> <laughs> like James Bond. Alan, Alan, if you had to bang a Sonic character, which one would you bang? <laughs> I don't even know what they look like apart from Sonic. All right, all right. I've got, I'm, I'm going to send you one. Come on, Alan, you would have a go at that. Come on. Fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> Hang on, let me see. How... Yeah, I'd have Fuck, a crack marry, on kill, that. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. <laughs> I don't know what they look like. You do? You know Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. I don't know what Knuckles looks like. Knuckles is Sonic, but purple. Can you send me a sexy picture of them all? And I'll... <laughs> okay. I just sent you one of Sonic and Shadow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could, get, I could make that work. <laughs> Are they eating shit there? Is that what that is? <laughs> it's blood, I think. It's very brown. I don't know about that. It says thanks for over it says thanks for over two thousand bloody page views. I think it's meant to be that Sonic's bleeding for some reason, and he's uh and Shadow's licking the blood off his wrists. So what's going on with Jim Carrey? <laughs> like what what's up with him? Have we ever spoken about this properly on the podcast? I mean we we did the mask. I think we've spoken about how much respect we have for him. Based on his career in the nineties, yeah. we did the Truman Show as well. We we're, we're on record as thinking he's a fantastically talented, funny actor. I absolutely, I absolutely love Jim Carrey. Nineties Jim Carrey was a genius. But he's just kind of—it's all just a bit sad, isn't it? He's kind of yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the fun uncle you have as a kid, and you think, "Wow, they're so great," and then you get old enough to kind of realize that they're an alcoholic <laughs> and they've like. Not had a job held down for longer than a few months at a time. They live with a bunch years. of penguins. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of see through the cracks, and it's just very depressing. And it's weird because this seems like a real attempt at a comeback, this role, but it seems like a very poorly judged attempt at that. Thing is, I think Jim Carrey hasn't changed particularly. It's just that there's only so much you can do in that vein, you know, and make it work. And he's, he's done his serious side. and The ebb and flow of a career is so normal. Like, his, uh, his talent is, like, physical comedy. <laughs> you say he's that in inverted like, commas. <laughs> no, it's like, his talent is physical, outrageous comedy. And it's like, this type of film is such an executive producer-controlled film. And well, he's going to be just... undeniably just constrained by that, and that with an earnest desire to get back into this kind of role, maybe it's not a good combination for him. It's just baffling in that he's nothing like Dr. Robotnik as he's ever appeared in any version of Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog ever before. Yeah. He doesn't appear to be trying to do it as Dr. Robotnik. It doesn't seem like there was ever any intent for him to do it as Dr. Robotnik. They just obviously thought, oh, let's just put Jim Carrey in it. If you look at the end of the first trailer, Dr. Robotnik, okay, it's not fat Dr. Robotnik, but, you know, the appearance of Dr. Robotnik. Oh, yeah, I mean, that'll be final shot of the film. Yeah, in this film, I think that, okay, so Sonic's going to be the protagonist and stuff and all like that, but what all the... fan theories or what maybe the better story that could have been told is actually the making of Dr. Robotnik as like a subplot here going on as well. Well, that's that's what the film seems to be, the Dr. Robotnik origin story. That shot at the end of the trailer is going to be at the end of the film. It looks like 
it looks like him in Mushroom Valley or something. So he's probably gone through the ring portal into Sonic Universe, Mobius. What's it called? The Mobius Planet? Planet Mobius? Something like that. But the thing is, I, I can guarantee you, it's not like Jim Carrey's going to start doing a, you know, Dr. Robotnik voice. It's still going to, like, he might be done up or bald with a big moustache, but he'll still be going, zing! A little blue hedgehog is getting on my nerves! Like, it's still going to be Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey, which is just odd. An odd decision. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I, I, I can't wait to see this film. I really can't wait. This film comes out uh, for Valentine's Day, 2020 <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I mean, it's an obvious one for all the lovers to go to, isn't it? Uh, like no amount of CGI rework is going to take away from the fact that when James Marsden walks into the room and sees Sonic for the first time, Sonic says, "Uh, meow." Cowabunga, dude! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just. I, what I can't believe is they they went away and said we get it we get you we fucked up we're gonna change how he looks, and they redid the visual effects. Is that a quite an unprecedented move? That's a pretty big thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I I, I must say I don't think they'd completed much of the effects at that point. I I think I think it was less of a big deal than they kind of made oh, yeah, it out of course. to be. So the trailer would have been just they'd done that first, yeah. Yeah. But still, that you know, it's, it caused the film to be delayed because they had to go back and redesign him and everything. And they obviously thought, like, well, what's five million on a film like this? The amount of goodwill it will buy is worth it. And they're probably right because they debuted a second trailer, and and reaction on the internet was bizarrely like really positive. And everyone was like, "Oh, they listened to the fans. He looks great mm-hmm. now. This looks great now." And it was like, "No, it it still looks like a terrible, terrible film." But now he just has less personality and it's less funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's made it even more unique. Well, one yeah. thing that also that makes me highly dubious of even this reworked film is that in the new trailer, Sonic, I don't know why this stuck in my head, but Sonic goes through a bunch of Flash comics and he goes through them at the super speed. He goes through them at the supersonic speed. So not only can Sonic you know, move at supersonic-like incapable speeds, he can also mm. ingest information at an accelerated rate. Well, he must be able to, because otherwise he'd just run into walls all the time. Yeah, so, I mean, how come Sonic isn't some sort of, like, godlike genius then? I mean, you know, if he can read hundreds of Flash comics he's lazy. in half a second... Because he's reading fucking comics instead of, like, something educational. He's lazy, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to learn. He doesn't need to. He's had an easy life. Well, this film has bigger problems then, you know? Like, not just not just the animation. <laughs> well, Because that's all I I'm going to be I, thinking. I, I'm going to be thinking this I think guy the could biggest... have read fucking... Anything and uh, no, he's just fucking running around, I, uh, catching rings and shit. He's young; he's me. still learning. I think yeah, the film's biggest problem team. is that Sonic appears to be a god in that he's like indestructible. They in the trailer they fire like a hundred missiles at him, and he goes all slow mo version and just sort of like dodges them all. And it's like, right, well, you, you can't kill him then. You can't kill him. What about if he jumps into water? Ah, shit! Yeah, he can't. He can't do it. Like he Bruce can't Willis. swim. It's his weakness. Yeah, he can't swim. I really want to see this film, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> well, I've got good news for you. It's called illegal download. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to financially support it. <laughs> but you are happy to financially support terrorism. Sonic is a terrorist in this it. fucking thing. <laughs> Sonic shuts down the entire electricity grid in, like, what, America? 
and he's not the bad guy because yeah. he wanted to play fucking baseball with himself <laughs> or something like that. It's the most irresponsible, stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, he's young. <laughs> he's got to learn. He's got to learn responsibility. I'm sure by the end, by the end of the film, he's learned uh, more responsibility. How many people died uh, yeah. in that blackout? In that electricity blackout? How how many people's lives were saved by that blackout? How how do you mean? Like there was probably someone who was gonna. Someone probably had his head in an oven, and and he instead of instead of gassing himself, he was trying to cook his head, and then the the oven turned off. And, he went, oh. and that man cured cancer. So that man's name that. Albert Einstein. <laughs> do you think it'll deal with that in the film? I think it'll deal with all the deaths that he's caused. Yeah, he'll be he'll be grieving. He'll be grieving for the film and trying to grow up and. Robotnik will probably play on it at the end and be like using it to manipulate. And that's the thing. I mean, I really hope this is a good film for Jim Carrey slash Doctor Robotnik. You know, that's totally the more interesting story to me here. I mean, I think we're all ready for a Jim Carrey comeback. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's tried it a few times as well. You know, he, he Dumb and Dumber Two a few years ago was an attempt at a Jim Carrey comeback. I feel like Kick-Ass 2 was something of an attempt at a Jim Carrey comeback as well, before that. At what point does an attempted comeback stop being a comeback and just becomes a string of bad films? Well, I don't know. Eddie Murphy's had a similar thing, hasn't he? He kind of kept trying to do a comeback for a bit and then just gave up, and now he's kind of done it a little bit. He's at the start of a crest. I miss Jim Carrey. Well, I've said everything I have to say about Sonic. Yeah, same, really. (laughs) <laughs> Sonic's great. The games are great. I hope there's some music from the games in there. Probably won't be. I I reckon uh, I reckon the band Crush Forty, who've been doing the Japanese rock theme tunes for the video games for the last however many years, will do a theme for the for the new movie. That's the thing I'm most excited for. If you had to make your Sonic film, how would you make it? I would probably get Tom Hooper to direct. I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your friends close. <laughs> I, d- I mean, I don't know. I, d- I don't think there's a way to do this to make a good film out of Sonic the Hedgehog. I definitely would and go with man in animation. a costume. Man in, no, man in a person in a Sonic suit, <laughs> like a furry kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I y- your, be best bet, your best bet to actually try and do it legitimately is like an animated family film. But even then, I think you're facing a losing battle. So just go for broke, make something insane. I say hire Ahmed Best, who uh, of course played Jar Jar Binks, to be Sonic the Hedgehog, motion capture. <laughs> who would you cast as Tails and Knuckles? I would cast that sexy little thing I saw on the Rule Thirty Four page. Let me find it. <laughs> I, I tell you, I tell you, I'd go with for um, Robotnik. Robotnik. Danny DeVito. No, no, legitimate. That's legitimate suggestion. I would go with um, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I can see that. Uh-huh. That's not bad at all. Uh, you know who I'd go with? Legitimate. This is, a, again, a legitimate casting decision. Okay. Brian Cranston would be my pick. <laughs> yeah. You would cast him in fucking everything. <laughs> yeah, he would. Although I've just realised that's another bald, mustachioed role. Might be a bit typecast. For me, it's John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Vince think Vaughan, about it. If you got on. John Favreau on board, you'd have a chance. You get Vince Vaughn as the voice of Sonic. Well, you mean if you get John Favreau on board, it's a chance of a good it film. It is. <laughs> it's a chance. It's not a guarantee. John, 
John the Lion King Favreau. <laughs> uh, John Iron Man Favreau. John Chef Favreau. John, John Iron Man Avengers 2 Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, him. <laughs> Chef. I, did he have anything to do with the Avengers beyond the special thanks credit? He's one of the producers, I think. Like, one of the driving forces behind it, yeah. Were you special okay. thanked, Sol? No. John Favreau was. <laughs> yeah, I was. Hasn't he, hasn't he just saved Star Wars and that his latest thing? Uh, uh, the Mandalorian. Oh I, I wouldn't say exactly saved Star Wars, but yeah, you're onto something there. He did. Are we, we talking about him as a director, though? I mean, are you saying you want him to direct? I, I'm talking about him as an actor. I want him to be on board as a project. I mean, he could act as Dr. Robotnik, but act slash executive produce like he does every now and then. Uh, I don't want him as Dr. Robotnik. I think if you want I, I to like make Brian a good Cranston. Sonic film, I, I don't think he'd have to be a choice. He'd have to be up. He'd need to be on board somehow because he knows how to make a successful franchise. But then, who'd you who'd you get to be Sonic? Oh, just some prick. Doesn't matter. Uh, Frankie, I, I'd get Joseph Gilgan and let him keep his Chorley accent. <laughs> oh no, you get James Corden. So that's what he wants. <laughs> oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Michael J. Fox would be a good voice for Tails. Right. Do you not think? I don't know what Tails sounds like. Well, traditionally he sounds like a a woman doing a an eight year old boy voice in a cartoon. Well, Nancy Cartwright then. <laughs> and uh, Knuckles, I I'm gonna say Keith David. I want Keith David to, to play <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> okay. Kevin Bacon is the room for him somewhere. Oh god, absolutely, yeah. He's the kind of guy I bet he was like second or third on the shortlist to play Robotnik in the film as it happened. This is the problem, like how do you get a big star in a Sonic movie? You've got Robotnik, that's your one human actor. Then you've got the human friend who doesn't exist in the franchise that you have to crowbar in there, which everyone's gonna hate. It just doesn't work. Does no, it? it has to be animated. The whole thing has to be animated and just a uh, talented voiceover cast. I think at best with an animated film, you're going to get a kind of Angry Birds level CGI kids movie. And you're saying that's good? No, I'm saying that's your best case scenario if you adapt Sonic the Hedgehog into a movie. I don't think it's doable. If you stick to your guns in the real world, then I'm a huge fan of what Detective Pikachu did in the fact that it's not an origin story or anything. You know, it's just that's the world. So if they do it with the real world, then. Like, you know, Sonic, Knuckles, Tails a lot. They need to be already established. And then you've got a chance of working within it. But as it is, it's an origin story, which means you need to sidekick to introduce them and stuff. And it doesn't work. You know, I I updated my top 100 films of 2019 earlier today. And uh, Detective Pikachu is no longer on the list. Oh! <laughs> Did not chart. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I have to admit, I only saw one R because I fell asleep on the plane, but I did like the R. <laughs> see, you, see you next time, guys. Uh, <laughs> if it's Valentine's Day, does that mean we're doing a big Valentine's Day special next week, Alan? Uh, yes. That means we're going to do something sexy. <laughs> something maybe even sexier than Rouge the Bat. <laughs> I don't think there's anything sexier than what I saw today in Rule 34. Ooh. With <laughs> Sonic lying in a puddle of his own semen. I don't know if I can wait till next week. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, right, next week, Valentine's Day. Last three years running, we've done Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. This year, we threw it up to the Patreon. 
subscribers to vote. So we'll be doing a, a, a selected sexy movie, all with porn in it and boobs and dicks. All right. Bye. Okay. Thanks for having me. Bye. Later, dude. Whoa. <laughs> Gotta go fast.